Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Defining Your Life podcast, where we focus on living in our purpose, practicing presence, and activating our power in each moment. I'm Marsharelle, your resident pep talk provider, and I invite you to join me as we continue to learn, lift each other up, and strive to level up together. Because we are never finished defining our lives, and it takes a village, so let's build one. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone, I hope that all is well, that you had a wonderful week and that you took some time to reflect on what it means to make home a place you want to be. Have you channeled the practices of a loved one to enhance the comfort of home? Or maybe you've decided to make home a place where you can indulge in a little luxury. Whatever you choose, I hope that you do what you can to make your home not only a place you want to be, but a place that you truly love. Now, as I think you all know, I believe in the impact of support, encouragement, and celebration. And it's important to me that I use my platform to do just that. So this week, I'm excited to introduce to you Rapid Fire Features, where I'll be chatting with women from our village about their awesome gifts and how they are choosing to share them with the world. This week, I am chatting with the awesome spoken word poet, Alphabetti. I was so excited that I forgot to mention that she was a poet in the intro of our interview. So I'm doing that now. But I hope you enjoy hearing how she found her way to poetry, as well as a taste of some of her amazing work. Please take the time to click on all her links in the show notes as well, so that you can hear more from her and stay up to speed with what she has coming up. I hope that you enjoy listening to this interview as much as I enjoyed recording it. Now let's get into it. So today I am joined by my friend from the womb. Uh, and I refer to her as that because our moms were literally pregnant together and they also were best friends <laughs> growing up. Um, so we have a long living connection even beyond us. Um, but Lauren Russell is joining us today, also known as Alphabetti, and I'm excited for her to share a bit about her journey today. So welcome, Lauren. Thanks for having me, friendly. Excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. And thank you for being our very first guest ever. Um, so in the spirit of rapid fire, I'm going to try to keep it brief. Y'all know I am a little bit long winded and I get off track sometimes, but hopefully that's one of the things you like about listening to our podcast because, you know, we're going to go off script. Um, but Lauren, how would you describe yourself in 30 seconds or less? All right. Well, like you said, your guests may or may not be able to see this, but I am wearing a shirt that perfectly sums up my personality. It's taking actually from one of the lines in my poems, She Be, and it says, a pretty, pretty, viscerally outspoken mommy never pleading the fifth. And I would have to say that I am passionately an outspoken, very uh, opinionated woman who advocates for her community and village. And I love hard. Awesome sauce. I love that. Um, and how did you come up with the name Alphabetti? So great question, um, which I'm often asked. 
when I endeavored to start this journey in poetry, I felt like I needed a stage name or a misnomer or a moniker, a pseudonym to go by and not just Lauren, um, and let it be as encompassing of my art as it possibly could. So I have been a fan of like Betty Boop. I'm very girly and feminine. However, I also embody alpha female tendencies as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm a poet. I juggle the alphabet for sport. So Alpha Betty, who she became. And she's down to just Alpha Betty now. Cool. Um, so this love for poetry, when did that start? Like, where did it come from initially? I've always been in love with language. Um, I've been in love with reading and storytelling. So I think that I fell in love with it when a lot of our culture fell in love with it as well when we were introduced to spoken word and poetry back in late 90s, early 2000s when it was big in Philadelphia on the scene. But I think Love Jones made mm-hmm. me fall in love with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we are in that boat together. Um, and if I remember correctly, we went to see it in the movies together. Oh, we did. <laughs> we did. We did. I, I'm quite certain. Literally my favorite movie of all time. Um, all right. And so, yes, there was a love for poetry. Um, you loved indulging and in listening uh, to the poets of that time. You loved to be immersed in that culture. But what actually prompted you to start writing and just step out of the listening uh, field there? Hmm. Pain prompted poetry. Mm. So as I started to go through some things, you know, mm-hmm. becoming a woman, mm-hmm. we start to have growing pains. For me, writing was a way of me to, a way for me to get those things out. It was a tool that I used to really get in touch with my feelings and emotions and be able to get them out in a very um, recreational but constructive way. So I wanted to tell my story and to maybe help some other women as well. And help some one, some other women indeed, I might add. Um, because when I think of your poetry, I really think of like art therapy um, because it's so personal and so vulnerable. Did you find that you had to gain the courage to start sharing on larger platforms or did it did you naturally feel empowered to just get out there and share your story? I would have to say it was natural in the most humblest way just given my upbringing and the environment that I grew up when grew up in my mother, very open about feelings and having an open door for me. And we never was ones to like shy away from honesty and truth. And because I am the child of two recovering addicts, I spent a lot of time in, you know, in a meeting. So that's what I saw, you know, and, and it worked for them, you know, so I never had a problem with, sharing my story, being very honest about the things that I was going through. I think that it served as a superpower in a sense, you know what I mean? So vulnerability, no, I don't have any issue with being very free and the things that I've been through, am going through and sharing it on a large platform. It's a part of who I am. Yes, yes. I can um, definitely say we both grew up in very open, transparent uh, environments, uh, just outspoken folks. And, you know, before therapy was a thing, um, there was transparency in our households. And I do believe that that helped to mold us into the people that we are today. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so how has your poetry 
evolved over time. You know, I know that I can look and see um, some of the growth and how you, you know, while always having been transparent, there's like a, a deeper level now of, um, you know, just really digging in, dealing with issues, sharing in a way that is full, full of wisdom um, to help push other women forward. But like in, in your own words, how would you say your poetry has evolved over time? I would say that yesterday's pain is not today's pain. <laughs> so because of that, yes. you can see lots of evolution in my poetry. I no longer talk about the traumas and the things that started the work. But as I work through those traumas and the misunderstandings and the resentments, mm. all of those things, hence my poetry evolved with me into mm-hmm. more understanding I was healing, less blame, less ranting, but I began to hold my own self accountable and um, was seeking solution. And now I just live in where I am today. This is where I rest. Um, So now I feel like my poetry now is speaking more on love and acceptance and what I want in the future. Now taking accountability for the woman who I am today and not charging anyone that came before. It's Mm. our responsibility. Yes. Well, can we put yesterday's pain is not today's pain on a shirt? That is really a word right there. Okay. We should all just kind of channel that. I feel like we all would be a bit happier. We're all growing together, no matter the age, no matter the relationship. Um, And just learning how to navigate that with grace and showing compassion to other people is so important. And, and being able to speak freely about that, I feel like definitely is a way to, um, you know, share that with the world. For sure. And um, insight follows, com- compassion follows insight. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we want to end with some poetry, right? So I just want to ask before we even get to that, what's next for Alpha Betty? Oh, Alpha Betty has some things up her sleeves. Let's see. So I have, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am preparing to do a rebranding and a relaunching Um of the Poetry Corner, which is going to take place by way of our first in-person official event that's taking place in June, titled Brunch and Bars. So we're going to be serving up lots of bars on the Poetry Corner, accompanied by brunch for the eats and the belly. So I'm excited. And also Alpha is finally working on a self-titled project. Ooh, yes. yes. Now for the people, can you uh, let them know what the Poetry Corner is before we uh, move on? Absolutely. The Poetry Corner is um, a very small community of poets within my own small religious organization that we cater to um, up artists who are in love with you know, poetry or music, but we use this platform really to develop artists by way of workshops and also to put others' talent on display and use it as just like a central hub for all of the poets in our community and, you know, do shows and pop-ups and just giving other artists like myself who may not be as comfortable with sharing the courage and excuse me the encouragement to get out there and really share their art and let it allow it to be used as therapy as it has been for me so that's what the poetry corner does for those in our community on that note uh can you share a bit of poetry with us i'd love to thank you 
So in light of the theme of evolving as a poet, right? Poet evolved. (laughs) This piece is entitled Blue Jeans. Blue, G-E-N-E-S. And this was dedicated to my mother. Um, And this is super therapeutic for her and also myself. So some self-awareness is happening here. This piece is entitled, again, Blue Jeans, dedicated to my mother. My mother had no clue of how beautiful she really was. So all she could do was recruit broken mirrors to look through. Seven years turned eternity. She spent a semi-century with numbered bibs, a track star running from her escape reality, skin tagged by addictions. High off daddy's pipe dreams, you see. The truth is, there isn't much difference between sugarcane, cocaine, and brand names. Identical in their styles designed to get and keep you addicted. I do not envy the fashionista. I pray for them. They might just be fashion victim if the only time mother loved was during mall runs and shopping sprees. Please forgive them for they know not what they did. Passing down hashtags, she struck out the X's and the O's. Love can be a losing game. Your currency at the bottom of department store baggage. This would become a learned love language. Gifts in men would take on a different meaning, meaning if you beat me, then buy me. It doesn't mean bribery. It means then that you do love me, meaning you will gorge me with gold and diabetes, breeding gluttony. This is what food porn looks like. Grappling with ancestral defects unknowingly is not giving self-awareness. It is very much giving self-load. Instead of self-care, self-care flirts dangerously with self-ish. Self-ish invites self-betrayal and addiction. Thank God for mindset shifts and wardrobe changes. Mine has been revamped with print stripe blouses so that I can write out my maledictions. I am learning how to button up ignorance. I adorn truth as shock collars so that crochet cliches can suffocate my ambition. This started out as Lady Sings the Blues. But when I think about him, my hymns, they hit different. Poem. Uh, that was so wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I cannot wait for the project to come out. I cannot wait for brunch and bars. And I cannot wait for the villagers to be able to check out the Poetry Corner Thank you for spending this time with me today. I don't have any closing quotes for you all today because Alphabetti has given you all you need to hear. Um, So uh, thanks so much for joining us this week. Um, Don't forget to share, review, and rate the podcast. And uh, I can't wait to chat with you all again next week. Take care until then. 